To study our heritage from the past is not simply a waste of time, because most of that heritage is still with us. If not in the political and social circles of life, at least in the internal subjective moods of our own existence. That the human being had to have some type of internal existence which would carry with it faith and hope in his material life. Gradually we find the rise of various beliefs, probably some of the earliest sort of shamanistic. Imagine you're, you're in bed with your most recent Tinder date. So, you know, you just started a relationship, but 30% of your mind is, is occupied by saying, am I sufficiently happy? What else is out there? There are three other profiles I saw that I'm still waiting for responses from. In that world, in which we're all the time thinking, is this the picture I really love the most? Is this the picture, person I love the most? Do I want to change my mind? We don't really have the mental capacity to invest in that relationship. Right? So if you say relationship is just about a match, then there's no problem. But the, the idea, the, the reality is that relationship is about a match and about commitment. And every time that you keep on looking outside, the match is the match, but your commitment is very different. It doesn't actually allow us to, to develop the full relationship. There's something very important about arranged marriages that is to say people understand they're together for a long time right right and the moment you understand you're together for a long time your perspective changes your investment in the relationship changes and the quality of the relationship changes dramatically when you're investing assuming that you'll be there for a long time even if you don't end to then if you assume you'll just be there for a short time so so i i worry about this uh, tinder world we don't have the dedication, uh, we don't think we'll necessarily be together for a long time. Our assumption is a short-term investment, and therefore we don't necessarily give uh, our relationship their full potential. The yogic practice is that the belief system itself is not truly religious. There is no Buddhist God, per se. It is the self, the individual mind, that contains immortality and ultimate truth. What the hell is not religious about that? You've simply replaced God with the original self. Yes, but we've localized it. At least we know where the self is. It's in our own minds. It's a form of human energy. Our atoms are six billion years old. We've got six billion years of memory in our minds. Memory is energy. It doesn't disappear. It's still in there. There's a physiological pathway to our earlier consciousnesses. There has to be, and I'm telling you, it's in the goddamn limits. you're a wacko. What's wacko about it, Mason? I'm a man in search of his true self. How artifically American can you get? Everybody's looking for their true selves. We're all trying to fulfill ourselves, understand ourselves, get in touch with ourselves, face the reality of ourselves, explore ourselves, expand ourselves. Ever since we dispensed with God, we've got nothing but ourselves to explain this meaningless horror of life. You're a wacko. I think that that true self, that original self, that first self, is a real, mensurate, quantifiable thing, tangible and incarnate. <laughs> and I'm going to find the fucker. What's the definition of love? Love is kind of like you only see a fog in the morning when you wake up. 
before the sun comes out. It's just for a little while and then it burns away. Really? Absolutely. It burns away? Yeah. <laughs> Quickly. It's just love is a fog that burns with the first daylight of reality. Sylvia just told me you're getting a divorce. Well, we're getting separated anyway. We probably won't get around to the divorce until next year. Well, look. I mean, I know it's none of my business, but why? You're married to one of the great women of the world who adores you. My God, if anybody hasn't made you happy. Emily's quite content to go on with this life. She insists she's in love with me, whatever that is. What she means is she prefers the senseless pain we inflict on each other to the pain we would otherwise inflict on ourselves. But I'm not afraid of that solitary pain. In fact, if I don't strip myself of all this clatter and clutter and ridiculous ritual, I shall go out of my fucking mind. Does that answer your question, Ed? What question was that? You asked me why I was getting divorced. Oh, listen, it's your life. <laughs> Sorry, I even asked. This poor fellow isn't sharp. He's weary and confused. He doesn't care about us, and he probably doesn't know what he's talking, 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 talking about. And you, you are puzzled. Puzzled. So Batwoman has been canceled, and that shocks me a little bit. I was confused why they could get it, how they could get it so bad. Because um, I'm not sure who the main woman is. Um, what is her name? It was going to Leslie Grace. I don't know who she is. Um, she's very good looking. But uh, maybe it was because they can't understand a, having a POC as Barbara Gordon. Right? Yep. She was going to be playing Barbara Gordon. And, and the funny, th I, I, I don't like the term POC. It seems very racist. You're just you're just taking like old racist turns and sliding and like ever so say, changing it because people of color, color peopled, it it it's pretty much the same in my eyes. Um, but they had her and she's gorgeous. J C J K Simmons is Commissioner Gordon. So we were going to have a uh, Commissioner Gordon who's white in a mixed race. Barbara Gordon of, and so that means he at least, I would assume, had a, a black wife. Um, J Jacob Sapikio, who is Jacob? Jacob, somebody I don't know. Um, somebody I don't know as a mob boss. Brendan Fraser as Firefly, Michael Keaton as Batman, and somebody as Alicia Young, some bartender. Um, so, you had power. You had a powerhouse of J.K. Simmons, Brendan Fraser, and Michael Keaton, and they still can't get it to work. That how bad was the script? I mean, we're, we're talking about amazing actors. You're talking Brendan Fraser. Yes, he fell out of graces because of whatever happened to him, but he's back. He's not the '90s dream hunk you remember, but he is still got the amazing acting chops as he always had. Um, the comic book nerd in me wonder wants to know what this is. Could it be a, a stunt? Like they seen how well the Snyder Cut did after years of being um, under lock and key. So is this maybe a stunt? Because to me, you would think they would at least try to get some money back. 
along with the Flash, I think that's canceled. But I think no one really wants to see that insane thing. I don't know what his. I'm gonna say thing because I don't know his pronouns. I'm sure it's they them. Um, but that thing, Ezra Miller. Uh, I don't think anyone really wants to support him. I don't care to see that Flash movie. Now, I wonder if they did what they did um, in The Killing Joke, which was have a weird relationship between Batman and Batgirl that nobody liked. Um, And I wonder, so let's see. What happened in this movie that was so bad? Okay. I don't I'm not big on the Firefly and I could read his background, but I know him enough. I'm thinking the movie opened, cold open of the movie is a flashback to the killing joke. Cuz what well, no way, no. Cuz and then she gets shot and then that's how she becomes Oracle and paralyzed. Fuck. Maybe that's how it ends. Maybe the like the post credit scene is Joker walking in, raping her, and then shooting her and paralyzing her. <laughs> Holy shit! I think I figured it out. Halfway, the final end of the movie is Batgirl getting shot and raped by the Joker, killing joke style. <laughs> and 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 then. Uh, Michael Keaton, Batman, paraplegic fuckser, or whatever the term is. What if, what if they do that where Batgirl in, and not only is that going to be creepy because she's 27 and Michael Keaton is uh, 70. Good God. That would be an insane. I mean, that does happen. Um, but that would be an insane thing to see, although it, sh- it surely, like, Eddie, uh, not, Eddie, uh, what is his name? Um, Annie Hall, what is his name? Annie Hall, what is that movie called? He, uh, Woody Allen, he always had, all his movies were, like, a middle-aged dude and, like, a fucking college girl, which was, uh, um, so, we have a weird, extremely, separate um year age difference between batman and batgirl they're they're having a relationship and he's also white and she's also uh, a woman of color now that's not necessarily a bad thing to me but some people might not like that let alone uh a poc playing uh uh bc you know bg bgbc uh what is BC? I mean, BG or B. Yeah. BG. BG. Oh my God. Barbara Gordon. Yeah. Batgirl. What the hell? I, why, where was I getting BC from? Whatever. So you, yeah, you're having a, a, a POC play BG and all in, you know, both BGs actually. And not the, the, <laughs> those ones talking about Barbara Gordon, Batgirl, those BGs. Okay. So, I think we figure we're on to something right here. So, Cold Open is actually not Joker raping and shooting <laughs> Batgirl. It is uh is a uh after uh, shenanigans, they go back. She she actually goes back 
to a disheveled um, nine, uh, 70-year-old Batman with a cane, and uh, they they fuck, or she does most of the fucking. He, he's, he's definitely not in his prime. Um, and this, of course, has been hush-hush because Commissioner Gordon, who would not like it, who, J.K. Simmons, is probably also like 70, 67, so he's also up there. Um, how old is Brendan Fraser? He's 53. Okay. He's 53. Um, so that's how it opens. They bang. Um, I guess Firefly in here says a disgruntled veteran who becomes a sociopathic pyromaniac. Fraser said that Carson had an original backstory rather than being adapted from a previous version of the character. So what the fuck does that mean? So um I I'm I'm curious, I'm curious. So I think once again Fraser said Carson had an original backstory rather than being adapted from a previous version. So there was definitely a, a rewrite. Um I wonder what the original backstory that they were going to have. Um so his let's let's read his comic book one. So He's had various pre-crisis, blah, 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 post-crisis. We'll just get the pre-crisis. The OG was a down-and-out special effects expert who's planned to rob a theater by taking, by faking a fire was foiled by Batman and Robin. Batman mistook distant fireflies for lens lit cigarette, blah, blah, blah. Firefly, a costumed who used various lighting effect. And so originally he was kind of more like a Mysterio. Uh, and then he became a problematic child whom nobody wanted to adopt. Oh, yeah, didn't he get adopted and he burned his, like, adopted family? Lynn becomes a professional arsonist known as Firefly. Alan Killer Lynn's compulsion to start fires soon turned into pyromanic assassins brought from his abusive relationship troubled home that he believed could see visions in his, the flames he created. Okay, so we get it. We get what he was, um... What was his backstory they created? Okay, so he's like 53. I'm guessing he was a a, a disheveled firefighter that somehow, I don't know. What would would be so bad that a a horrible backstory for Firefly? Um, Brendan Fraser's 53, so we're going to say... He's 53 and he doesn't, he's never done fire flying before. So he is going to be uh, uh, a firefighter that was in 9 11. And because of dealing with the, the fumes of that and whatever chemicals happened there, um, he became disabled. So this is a 9 11 firefighter disabled who, um, eventually turns to starting fires because that's all he knows he may, may maybe he wants to he, maybe he wants to hmm maybe he sees that because the way he was treated and all the veterans of 911 i mean you hear john stewart talk about it all, all the time for the firefighters um 
So because he was so mistreated, he's going to do like uh, the weather underground or like a Unabomber type where because of uh, he sees the future of how everyone's going to be mistreated. He then sets fire as an anarchist type of way to burn the city down so people can understand what it's like to have gone through 9-11. And in this case, it'd be their 9-11 because they're losing everything. Um, and because of that... Um, he becomes, he dons a firefly. I don't know. He becomes in. Yes. So Brendan Fraser was in nine 11. Uh, he becomes disabled. The government won't, uh, cover his health costs because they say you cannot blame what we, we, we're not sure if what happened to you is because of nine 11, but we know you were there. And because of that, we applaud you and thank you for your service and your bravery in that dramatic time. But you must move on. You're living in the past. These issues that have happened um, to you that may or may not have been caused by that. But um, we, we thank you for it and you have to move on. So we can't help you, but you must move on. Um, we support the firefighters, though. And uh, because of that rigmarole of how they actually support in their heroes yet they don't want to help the heroes and support the heroes and help their mental health and cover the costs of what has happened to them in the line of duty in the line of service in the line of action um he has a mental breakdown and he wants to burn everything down to the ground because if he he wants everyone to be on the same level as he and He's psychotic in the sense that he knows he's right. In his mind, he knows he's right. And it's not the idea that um, everyone must suffer. It's the idea that everyone must come to grips that the government isn't here to save you. The government isn't going to help you. They're going to use you for a specific time and a specific need if they choose to do that. If, and, and more or less, you're going to be tossed to the side like he was. So Firefly is this 9-11 fucking badass firefighter and and kind of like Brendan Fraser, if you think about it, in the 90s, in, in the early 2000s, he was glowed up and then 9-11 then happened to him and his career, whatever that means, and then fading to obscurity and we still chant for the good times, but now they're all old and fat and, and disabled and disfigured and they're not the hot hunks that they once was, but they still had uh, uh, played a large part of our lives in these in whatever. Um, I don't, I, I don't, I, I've been rambling. I don't know where I'm at, but here's all I know. This is probably why the movie was canceled. It opens up with a weird relationship that is, I mean, if she was 30, let's just say she, he let's up her by three years. She's 30. He's 70. That's a 40 year difference, a 40 year difference between old Batman and, and a, 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 P, a, a mixed race POC woman. And people aren't going to like that. There's a sex scene right off the bat. They, they show it. He was actually grooming her from a young age. They, it, they, they don't show it, but it's hinted at throughout the movie. I mean, come on. And then you get into the backstory and, and you see like, it's just firefly in his room and, and nobody wants to constantly be reminded of nine 11. And this guy goes through it. And that was too much for the test screeners. 
um, to see once was a, a hero turned to a villain due to the government's actions of not um, providing a providing a, uh, service to the service men and women of this country. Um, so he turns into a fucking like a uh, Unabomber-esque type of scenario. And uh, it's going to be kind of like the Riddler, where at the very end he has like a weird manifesto and other people like starting fires and shit. We're just going to copy from the Batman because we also know we don't have original ideas anymore. So that... That's some that so that's that's a fuck if I don't lose you in the very beginning with the weird 50 or 40 year difference there was the grooming then if I don't you lose you at 911 then then it's just a weird shit show you know whatever the fuck regular uh heroes bullshit and then if you can sit through all that you're like that I that was kind of upsetting but you know in the real world I can see that and okay, so that's a weird um, social commentary thing. And then, then, then at the very end, they hit you lastly over the head with fucking Barbara Gordon opening the door to the Joker, raping her and then shooting her. Is it shooting her and then raping her? And it's like, boom, the killing joke. And then that, and it's actually jo- Joaquin Phoenix Joker shooting and raping her. And then it's like, that's life. Isn't it funny how it goes, or however the song goes, hit up and shot down in May, or whatever, or no, no, you hear that, and then hit whatever, shot down in May, and then that's when Joaquin Phoenix Joker shoots her and paralyzes her, and then that is how we're tying the original Michael Keaton Batman the into Joker, I don't know. But this, and it's like multiverse, the multiverse, multiverse, and and yeah, that's the reason why Joker um, didn't come out, and I'm sticking to it. It had to do with a weird relationship, 9-11, and rape, and then it's also like gun gun rights, so so that's what I think it was. What about you people? So wasn't that fun? Wasn't that fun? And now on to a more um, serious topic. I was, I seen on my way to work, um, a funeral procession, is that what it's called? Where it's where it's a hearse and a line of cars, right? And it got me thinking, is there a law or is it just like social uh, a custom that we allow people in a funeral to like drive through and stop traffic. So I Googled it, and at least in the state of Michigan, funeral processions have the right of way over other vehicle, all other vehicles except for the fire trucks, ambulances, and police vehicles. Vehicles in a funeral procession must display the fluorescent orange flag with the appropriated religious symbol. For example, a cross, Star David, or the crescent in the star. Which has me to wonder... If I bought one of those, could I break laws and just drive, not recklessly, but recklessly, and I can't say that word. You people know I went to speech therapy. Recklessly, and I have to say it that way so I can say it, or or it's mush. It sounds like recklessly. See? And I'm not trying to do that as like a dramatic effect. So I wonder if I can get one of these, put it on my car, and... And more or less try to get just 
it's not like I don't even drive bad. I've never been into an accident. Knock on wood. I'm 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 paranoid when it comes to what I'm looking. I don't speed that much. Um, I always like I've had weird sick senses where I felt like shit was about to happen and it kind of happens. But I think that's you know that's what people have. And when you're when you're always constantly looking out, you know. Um, so I wonder if I can get one of these. If I can just sort of. Um, bend the rules a little bit if if people will get out of my way like you know i'm late i got caught in the tail end i I left five minutes later than i i had to use a porta potty at the at the uh grave site or wait no wait you're going to no that's opposite you don't you don't drive from the grave site to to the funeral house what the fuck so i'm going from the funeral house to the grave site i got trapped in the bathroom at the funeral home and everybody left me alone. I had the endless wipe. The endless wipe is not fun, my friend. And if you know what it is, congratulations. And I, and, and so, so I have the the endless wipe and I don't mean to brag. And I just, and I'm lost and I'm trying to figure out, this is what I'm going to talk to. This is what I'm going to say to the cop if I get pulled over. So I, I was leaving the funeral home, and I had to go to the bathroom. And I was dealing with the endless wipe. I don't mean to brag. I'm, uh, I'm sure – I don't know if you've ever dealt with it. I'm sure you're probably cleaner than me and have clean poops. You, you, you actually squat above like you're supposed to, and you don't sit, and it kind of – whatever it does. Um, maybe, you, maybe you know what I'm talking about. I don't know. Um, but so I had the endless wipe, and if you don't know what it is, you just kind of, it's it is what it sounds like. You're just endlessly wiping until you go red, and you're like that fucking hurts. I'm gonna stop even if it's itchy. Um, corrosion. <laughs> so thank you, officer. Um, I'm just trying to get to the uh, funeral home, um, and they're gonna ask me. You know, pr- probably gonna pr- probably gonna ask me you know, which one it is. And I'm not going to, and I'm not going to know. And I'm not going to know. Um, so they're probably going to, you know, well, which, 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 uh, funeral, which, which one are you going to? What, uh, what graveyard? And I'm just going to be like, you know, the, the nearest one, sir, the nearest one officer. Um, in fact, could you take me there? Uh, Yes. And they might say no, I don't know. But in this case, they say yes. And then we go, and then I find out there's nobody being buried. Or there is, you know, and I go out of my way. This is if I get pulled over. Because if I don't, I'm not going to go to the fucking goddamn graveyard. I'm going where I, I'm going where I need to go. Um, so if I get pulled over, then I give them that spiel. And then if things go right, if they go no and they let me go free, this is if I don't get a ticket. And then and then I go to the graveyard. They escort me to the graveyard. And then I got to, like, post up. And it, what if it's all, like, the only funeral going on is all black. And I'm the only, like, I'm the, one of the three white people there. And I just got to, like, what up? You know, how how's Marquellis? Or whatever the fuck. Um, that would be weird. Who the fuck are you? Um. So, yeah, I thought about that. Could I get that and just kind of bend the rules to do what I want? And what I want isn't like going 90 miles per hour in a 40. It's just people getting out of my way so I can get places a little bit quicker. 
And uh, if there's nothing, if 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 that's a if if that's an issue, I'm sorry, but I think everyone would like that. I will watch. Uh, I finished Paper Girls, and it's not Stranger Things, and I'm gonna be very upset if people if it becomes the next Stranger Things because it's not. And I I read the first volume years ago, and I'm going and I'm going to reread it now because I like it. I like I like the show. And this is all it in and this is all just me saying how I like it. And um you know, it could be uh it could, it could be this is cake or, or is that cake or whatever cake. You know, have you seen that on I think it's on Netflix where it's like people make uh a dog and then they cut into it. And they're like, "Oh, it was cake. It wasn't that you didn't actually murder my dog. Oh my god, you got me." You're so silly. How'd you make a how'd you make a dog look how'd you make a cake look like my dog? I thought you were gonna murder my dog. And then, and it's like obviously we're not gonna cut your fucking dog's head off. Um it's Netflix. I mean there there's murder on Netflix and whatnot. But uh I yeah. So this would yeah. I, every time I talk about like uh, uh is this your voice or um lip sync battle and shit like that but now is this cake what the fuck really we now now that's a game show how long can this last like how long how long can people be entertained by huh honey and i've already i and i did this i did this before about the mass singer or whatever and i now i'm gonna do it again but with is this cake imagine two people living together and all they want to do is settle down with a little piece of cake. And that's a joke. They're like, mm, honey, do you think this is cake? I don't know. And it's clearly cake. And they cut it up and they eat it. And they're not in these two fat people are what these two people are just shoveling cake in their mouth. And every time every in their little game is if every time it is cake, they get to eat some of their cake. And it's a little game and they have fun. They have and sometimes it's not cake. Sometimes um, it's a little it's a little pint of ice cream. It's it's a little gelato. It's it's some Ben and Jerry's. But this is what they do for fun. It's it's Friday night. I got my gallon of ice cream, and I'm watching. Is it cake? And every time it is cake, I take a bite because we're we're having some sugar. And every time it's not cake, I'm having a bite because I wish it was cake. And that's the type of life I'm living. Is is it cake? Is it not cake? I'm just actually trying to eat a gallon of ice cream. And it's a great excuse. And then you go, oh my God, I, I where did the time go? I was just it was just a fun game and I really thought we were gonna have a good time and play Is It Cake? And I lost myself. I lost myself in the tub of ice cream and I lost myself in uh the cake and the non cake. Wouldn't it be fun if it was uh Instead of, like, I've never watched this. This is just me projecting on the on the dumb idea. Wouldn't it be fun if it was like, is it cake or is it real? And it was like a little more extreme. So like, I don't know. Like I just imagine like a bowling ball, and it's and it's like a, a, a I guess a bowling ball dropping would either be a bowling ball busting or a bowling ball cake like busting or smashing or whatever smearing um 
I don't know. It, it wasn't it wasn't as fun as I thought I I, I was gonna make it. Um. But yeah, isn't it? Is it cake? Is what the fuck are we doing here? Um. But yeah, isn't this nice? Isn't cake nice? What's next? So now a game show is just deciding whether or not one is cake or not. What the fuck? What's next? It's just going to be... It, it really is just going to get dumber to the the point where it's literally like... Well, they already had like... the Like, what's... Pick your door. Pick a door. What's behind door? What do you think behind the door? I th- it wasn't that... I mean, that was a segment, right? Like, you got... So, but... I don't think it actually was just a straight-up game show. And in fact... It's not going to be even multiple doors because normally it's like door number one, door no- what what door will you pick? What's behind door number one? What's behind door number two? So this is just going to be one door and it's, and it's just a regular door. It's not going to be a fancy one. It's not going to be like jazzed up to be a vault. You know, they're just going to be like, what's behind the door, the door, door number one, the door. And then it, or it's like, and then that's it. It's just opening the door and it's like uh it's an old man taking a shit. It's it's a uh, it, it no, it wouldn't it wouldn't be anything fun like that. It would just be like Actually, that's it. It's just another door. It's just like what's behind door number 1? Another door. <gasps> what? Oh my god, the mystery. Did you see the cliffhanger of what's behind door number one? It ends on something. I sat there for 90 minutes wondering what could, could it have been? Could it have been a bathtub full of spaghettis? Could it be, could it be like a, like a, like a boy pretending he was gummo, but instead of spaghetti, it's a cold can of Chef Boy RD and he's in a bathtub? I wonder. But no, it's another door. Can you believe that it was another door? Because I didn't think they could do that, and they did it. They went there. My ex- my expectations through the roof. I was just sitting at like, you know, I'm kind of smart, so I can, you know, I can see a movie and I can see where it's coming. You know, if I see a trailer, I already I already know the movie. You know, some people say that's all they they're doing is putting a putting the the movie in a trailer to make us seem smart, but. Um, no, they're not putting the movie in the, they're not taking a night, the, a two hour movie, condensing it in two minutes. So when we see the trailer, we already know everything. So then we go into the theater and then we already know everything. So we think we wrote it. And by that, we think we're smart and we think we can write movies, but no, that's not what happened. I I'm smart. You know this about me. And I couldn't expect that a door would be behind door number one. Now I'm lost. I'm so confused. Will they have another door? Will they have another door behind door number two? Is this door number? Oh my God. What if, uh, you know how normally there's three doors? It's like door number one, door number two. I'm guessing there's three doors. And at the end, of, and, and then, then it's, and then it's just the, the third door is when we see, I, I can't even fathom. I couldn't fathom there was a door. All, you know, you tell me something wild to think of i think of a blue clock i've never seen a blue clock i've i mean i've seen a blue penis i mean i've watched smurf porn but a blue clock you know taking time um i remember hey papa smurf can i lick your ass Ooh, lick my ass bitch i remember that 
But I and I and I've seen Smurf porn. Smurf porn. I've never seen snork porn. Snork snork porn. Snorkel porn. Um, snorks. Yes. But what is behind? I'm so I'm saying three doors, and then finally they show us. And I, God, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait to see what's behind door number three. And it's probably going to be my hopes and dreams. I'm so, I'm so, it's going to, it's, 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 it's truly remarkable, this show. And every, it fills me with hope and joy for the world. I think this, this, I think what's behind the door could bring us all together. Everyone has a moment in their life, a, a great mystery, like, Everyone wonders what the day is going to bring. I often just sit in my in my bed for a good at least five minutes, and I and I and I wonder what the day will bring me. Will it bring me hope? Will it bring me joy? What when I open my bedroom door? What's going to be behind it? That is the great mystery of life, and that is what this show is. This show is is waking up, pondering the mysteries mysterious mystery of the day that's ahead of you and then opening your bedroom door and stepping out this is a this is this show is a metaphor for life's great mystery and it's in it in it and it truly inspires me to be a better person it it's and it inspires me to see the door and open the door in fact so much that um when i go into places i see if there's supposed to be a locked door and i try to open it and very rarely do it does it open, but when it does, that's when I have fun. And that's what you learn from what's behind the door. You learn from what's behind the door to try opening doors. Maybe maybe you'll find something fun. Maybe you'll get ex, uh, um, escorted out. Um, maybe they should have locked the the um, porta potty. I'm sorry. I was just trying to see what's in there, what's behind the door. And I don't know how to end this. So with that, I guess, um, yeah, that was fun. I, I kind of well, kind of got into a, a, a swirling whirl of not knowing how to get out of it. And I thought the best way to get out of it was just to end it. <laughs>